0: and we are live with the living the god life podcast today you know it's starting to get real nice out here in minnesota um i know a lot of guys are really starting to get out and fly through some of the creeks in southeast minnesota um they have a season that runs literally all year round so you can fish them anytime um but i know like where we're at we have to wait until i think it's maybe next weekend where we can actually start fly fishing around here. So hopefully get to some of that um, once the season starts up. But honestly, man, just, we're just grinding it out, looking for turkeys, trying to find some uh, great places to turkey hunt. We have our turkey camp that we'll go down for like six days or whatever. Um, Go hunting in Southeast Minnesota. And that's always a blast of a time. I love going down there, hanging out with buddies, drinking beer, and uh, shooting turkeys. So really can't complain too much but today we are brought to you by facing foul outfitters make sure to come check us out for next year we are going to have a lot of fun it's going to be a great official second season for us um and we're adding some really really great things that we need for uh this upcoming season to make us more successful so we're going to be bringing that out and uh, make sure to book with us sooner than later because our prime dates are really closing in. So you're going to want to make sure to check us out. Also, we are brought to you by Mallard Bay. And if you haven't went and checked them out yet for any of your outdoor trips that you need, that's where you're going to want to find them. And I know fishing season is right around the corner here. So they're going to have a bunch of stuff. Um, to get you out on the water, ready to go and catch a bunch of fish. So I'd highly recommend go checking them out. If you're looking to travel and looking to do some fishing, that's definitely the spot that you're gonna wanna um, tune into. So yeah, it should be a a fun year for those guys. And uh, also we're brought to you by Bourbon Media and I'll give them a second here.
1: If you're a small business owner in the outdoor industry, we get it. The words digital marketing can be intimidating. You're a grunt work, sweat it out, bust your chops kind of person who's addicted to progress and put all of your time and energy into operating your business. We at Bourbon Media can help you push it even further. We're digital marketing experts. I'm talking web development, content creation, social media management, SEO, paid advertising, the whole nine yards. And as fellow outdoorsmen, we know the industry. Keep your business up to date and expand your reach with digital marketing that is directed at your core market we are bourbon media cheers to progression
0: and so that wraps things up for bourbon media if you haven't and i'll say it again check out their subscription websites they are one in a million the quality is unbelievable and it's a great price so make sure to check that out we are also brought to you by pacific calls um their turkey stuff is awesome just got their new mouth call in the mail and i love it i'm running a ghost cut and i'm going to be you know doing some videos on that and it's just such a fun call to rip and super easy to call with so i'd highly recommend you know if you're getting into the turkey woods and need a new call that's the place that you're going to want to check out so go check out their new turkey calls as well as the giveaway we're going to be doing here shortly so keep an eye out for that but today we have jacob on from texas my I man Jacob, I love having him on. This will be his second time on here. And uh, he just bought Full Throttle Outdoors. So we're gonna just dig into that on what it looks like from being a guide to owning an outfit and some of the stuff that he's gonna work on this year and uh, you know, make it make it what he wants it to be. Talk about a bunch of stuff, um and just a bunch of funny stories. I don't know if you guys have recently checked out the podcast Instagram page, but his client story is world-class and uh you're definitely going to want to look at that just just to see how his hand gestures are because every time i watch it i cry laughing so it'll be a lot of fun and i know you guys will enjoy this one you guys have enjoyed him a lot in the past so i thought i'd bring him back on and uh see what he's up to now so enjoy And we are live with Living the Guy Life Part 2, Jacob Salman on today, and brother, how are you doing?
1: Dude, living, living, you know, just not hunting right now, which kind of sucks. Yeah, naturally, how was fucking Cabo? Dude, that was not, <coughs> it was fun.
2: Yeah?
1: It was a time. I do not need to ever go back. <laughs>
0: Have you been there before, or was that the first time?
1: No, it was the first time. Oh, geez. And last. Yeah? So. Just got two out of hand? Dude, it was fun. I mean, you get 17 dudes on a bachelor trip, and it was just a lot of tequila and a lot yeah. of beer and a lot of everything. Yeah. But it was fun, man. We we didn't get uh, extradited, so I guess we did okay. Yeah. I don't know. Have you play any golf down there? Did not. We were going to play golf on Friday and we that did not happen it was not it was we woke up and that was not in the agenda for a lifetime it's not gonna happen
0: uh, it should be. yeah fair enough well you guys are golfing down in texas right now aren't
1: you dude every day no i wish every day i'll play tomorrow we'll play a lot me and my little golf couple golf buddies of mine yeah. play a couple of times try to play a couple times a week yeah Weather's still nice. It's not a scorcher yet. You know, it's on 110 degrees, so we can still get out and actually have an enjoyable day. Yeah. Because what's, like, the temp down there right now? Uh, I think today's, like, 75. Tomorrow's supposed to be 85, so you yeah. know, nothing yeah. too crazy. Yeah, that's good golf weather, though, like, if you get out in the morning. Oh, yeah. Get off in the morning, be alright. Yeah.
0: I don't complain too much, fucking it's 37 degrees right now up here and it feels like it feels like 70 i wish it it's crazy how much it like the difference like just for fucking like because we were we were so cold for so long this year and really? so now i wish we had that problem now that like everything's heating up like once it hits 30 it's like, oh my god this is fucking lit like, awesome. i'll
1: probably go i'll probably go hit balls today yeah, I feel like I was hunting a t-shirt in like December 1st this year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's sure it 70 degrees on Christmas Day. Yeah, I was miserable. It was terrible. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that sucks. But it's, you know, but, there's another year in Texas per usual.
1: Oh yeah. That's like our early
0: season. I'm hunting a t-shirt every day. Oh yeah. What my ass off.
1: How was that? How was your first season, big guy? I can't
0: dude. I can't complain too much. It was good. Like we had, we had some good hunts. We had some not so great hunts because I <laughs> fucked up on some things, and uh, still shot some birds. But it wasn't like what it should have been. Right.
1: Um, learn, learn a little bit. Live a little
0: bit. Yeah. Client shooting was fun. It was always yeah. fun to watch. You never get used to that. And uh and any better. Yeah, oh no. We had one group that was fucking that was lit though. They were fucking in their shots like a motherfucker.
1: I was like, Dude, I'll incriminate myself right now because of how funny it is. <laughs> we had a group of Cajuns come out and you know okay there's a bunch of coon asses. And this dude named Dylan it's, it's talk shit all week. and he was there for four days. Talk shit, talk shit, talk shit. So I was like, okay, fi- you know, finally. You know, he told me he, we put birds at at 15, 20 yards, and he's like, they're too far, they're too far. You know, just being a typical asshole. I said, all right, we need one bird. I said, Dylan, you call your own shot, you stand up, and you shoot your own bird. And he said, fine, done. So I had a group of like six, seven birds come in. I was like, this should be easy for you, big dog. Yeah. He pulls up, and they're like 50. So, first off, He's been complaining all week. He pulls up at 50, fires one shot, kills three birds. And I said, fuck. He's freaking out. He said, you're lucky. You know, he's like, you know, you're lucky my gun jammed because I was floating a fourth and I was letting them all go. I didn't care how many we killed. And I was like, that's not good. Like, that's not what you're supposed to tell me. So, you know, I was like, I send, I run to my truck to get my gun. Like, so, you know, again, incriminating myself here. Yeah, that dude was a hoot. Those Cajun dudes are unreal. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude.
0: The fucking Cajun dudes are wild. We had some guys from Louisiana come up,
1: and they were just—they're on a whole different level. They cook too. Cajuns yeah. are the best because they come up and they invite you over and they cook and they cook a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bring over some gumbo. Oh man. All we had a group last year. Bring bring a fresh cooler of oysters, and that's oh, like God. music to my ears. So yeah. Anytime a Cajun group books, I'm I'm very okay with it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! I'm floating a fourth. Yeah, I was like, "God, you're not supposed to tell me that." I mean, I'm floating a fourth and I'm a plug in. I'm like, again, like, don't tell me that ever again.
2: <laughs> oh shit, dude!
0: Yeah, that's that's not what you want to hear. No, not that's fucking all. hilarious, though. I mean. They, they are just on a different level. Like we had some like, because they were up here welding, and like, they're just, they're just different. They're fucking hilarious. They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. like I was fucking pissing my pants laughing the entire time. Because they're, (laughs) oh, they're just something else. Like there's, and they're all the same too. Like every single one of them is the same.
1: Oh yeah, they're. Dime a dozen, but they're all great. They're all great people. They're typically the best clients too. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no, you know, I don't know that I've ever had a bad group of Cajun. Yeah. I mean, they're always they're always great. They always treat the guides right. And they always, you know, they hunt so they know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I heard that, brother. But how was uh how was the season for you this year? Man, it was tough
1: this year, a whole lot of tough. Uh yeah that'll happen your weather you know can have every excuse in the book weather sucked, hunt suck client suck whatever it was good it was a great year but you know it was a lot harder than last year yeah i feel like last year is kind of uh i got spoiled a little bit so this year is a little bit of a change which it was good it was good for everybody really yeah but uh made it through somehow made it through and a good amount of birds and you know clients had fun all my regular people had a great time so you know i can't complain at all really
2: yeah
0: yeah i
1: heard that dude now uh when you're
0: when you're doing blind retrieves are you that guy that is just bumping on the whistling going like that
1: oh man <laughs> dude if i send wayne after a blind i gotta take his goggles off you see after like 150 yards he can't see me Yeah, but yeah, I'll get aggressive. I'll throw my hat out. But he sometimes I do. I think he just sits there on purpose and just laughs at me while I do it. But it's always a show. I get him two, three hundred yards out further, and he's just a hoot and a holler. But yeah, Uh, I'm I'm very aggressive with my (laughs) with my signals. I mean that is for sure. Uh, I was just looking at your inset. I was like, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Right.
0: You gotta gotta let it rip sometimes. Oh, absolutely, God. I was watching... It was, like, some YouTube video like describing, like, people doing blind retrieves. And it's just, like, (laughs) that guy that's just fucking screaming. Fucking (laughs) just mobbing on the whistle. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, guys that are just fucking... I don't know. It was hilarious, though. And I was like, yeah, I can can see Jacob just romping on that fucker.
1: Hey, it's gotta be done. Wayne's (laughs) off at... He's at summer school now, so I don't got to deal with him. Yeah. How send long him. do you send him off for?
2: <laughs> so
1: I feel like bringing him back. <laughs> he's pretty well – I mean, he's finished. I mean, he's he's real good. I just – I don't have – you know, I travel a lot during the summers, and I don't have time to – train. Right. I don't make enough time, to be yeah. honest. I get lazy, and I don't make time for him. Yeah. So I just send him back to Parker, and he yeah. – Runs them all summer, which helps me and helps him. So, yeah. he'll probably be there. I sent him off. Uh, it's like three weeks ago. And I'll probably won't get him back until July or August. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Keep I him mean. in shape, really. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can do that,
0: that's the that's the play
1: 100%. Oh, yeah. You, got, yeah. you
0: don't have to fucking deal with it.
1: Exactly. And that is fine by me. Yeah, I go see him. I'll go run dogs with Parker whenever I go down uh South Texas that way. So I see him plenty and he gets to work every day. So that's really all I to all care about. Yeah.
0: Keep him in shape and keep him fucking hungry and keep oh, him yeah. after it. Yeah. Keep I him feel. not bothering me. Yeah. So dude, let's hear about full throttle.
1: <laughs> Shoot. Well man's a fucking scoop. It was big, you know. Nathan's one of my best friends. Uh, he started full throttle, like, you know, back in 2014, I guess. Uh, one of the best dudes in West Texas, genuinely. I mean, yeah. the dude's great, honest guy. Straight He's a killer. And he approached me uh, November, maybe early December. Okay. And, and uh, said he was kind of looking to do some different things. And, he knew I was kind of looking to do some different things. Yeah. So it kind of worked out like, you know, it was the right time and the right place to uh, to strike a deal. So we kind of got in the works of that and uh, it's worked out well, man. I got a really good crew coming back next year. Um, I got a lot of great clients that are supporting it and they're, they're about it. So going to have a lodge hookup this year, which is going to be huge. Uh, the whole nine yards, really, man. It's been good. It's been a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of effort in the last few months getting everything lined out. But it's, uh, it's big, and I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm pumped about it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be exciting. That'll be a lot of fun. Who, how many people are
0: on the team with you this year?
1: So I got a couple guys come with me uh, that have been with me for a couple of years, and then uh, I got Nathan's regular guys that have been out there. So I'll have seven eight including me okay about somewhere about in there yeah Uh, a lot of good help though a lot of good dudes and i couldn't ask for a better crew probably honestly
0: yeah yeah
1: that'll be a lot of fun though yeah we we, you know piped open the books a couple days ago i'm getting all my regulars booking right now which is nice getting all them squared away yeah uh (laughs) you know you know the deal I you was know, oh, yeah. trying to stay busy. Oh, exactly. It's all you can do. And
0: uh, I mean, what's the biggest thing that like you're learning right now from going to being a guide to owning the outfitter?
1: Man, you know, honestly, like my what kind of makes me real comfortable with it is my background, like in work. Yeah. So I had a lot of great experiences, you know, in Oklahoma in the oil field, oil and gas industry. I got a lot of uh, operations experience, yeah. a lot of business experience from that. Uh, doing what I did for Colton for those couple of years at Red Eye uh, on the front end of things helped a lot. I feel like I've had like six years of practice, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. it's going to be ups and downs, but I'm not like, there's not one thing really that actually worries me about yeah. making that switch. Yeah. Uh, just from the, honestly, like the five years of practice I've had, to, to be honest. Was, yeah. When Nathan approached me, it was like there was no, no thought about it. It was a handshake, and you got it. I'm down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: all you can ask for. But running, you know, the biggest thing is having a good crew, to be honest. Like, I see a lot of guys not, and I've been in the same situation, not do well because of who they're with or who they're working with. Yeah. So, I think that that's a huge, huge positive note. For what I've got, I've got a lot of guys that are about, you know, they're good, they're smart, and they're ready to work. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, it makes make my life a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, uh, I mean,
0: with now owning your own outfitter, what is something that you want to do differently or try to make different about this outfitter than others?
1: Oh, man. Everybody really wants the same thing, I feel like. Uh, Or at least say they do, you know? Yeah. But, and it's cliche as fuck, per usual, because everyone says it, but, you know, client experience. Yeah. And having a lodge is going to be huge, because I can sit, you know, know, especially with my regulars. You have your fly-by-nighters that come out once or twice, and then you never see them again. But I've got a really good core group of guys. Yeah. And so does Nathan that'll be back with, with full throttle. Uh that have been coming for years. you kind of four to six years yeah. of, of repeat. And taking care of those guys is really huge. Um uh, but as for doing things different, I mean, as cliche as it is, that's, that's pretty much it. Just taking care of my people, but really taking care of my people. I see a lot of people not take care of their their guys. And um Look, I haven't experienced a ton of that, thankfully, but uh, taking care of my people and that just leads into them taking care of all the customers. So, I mean, you really can't ask for much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as a working,
0: like, you have a great point of view as well because, like, you're working at an outfitter and now you own your own outfitter so you know what it's like to be the guide. And, when you're the guide, was there anything that you wish you had that you didn't that you could now bring to your guides at your new outfitter?
1: Oh man, probably won't dig deep into that one, yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries but,
0: uh, <laughs> and it's uh, not
1: like you're sitting on anybody, it's just like oh yeah, I have <laughs> honestly honestly who. I working for Red Eye was probably the greatest decision I ever made. Yeah. It really great was. experience. It was a family. Yeah. Uh, I loved working there. I would have not left there had this opportunity not presented itself. Yeah. Um, but there's I'll always see. things that can be worked on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. In every business, Colton gave me a home yeah. and we worked well together for those years. And uh, he did a great job building something big. And uh, I loved being a part of it. Yeah. But, at the end of the day, like I was telling you on the phone the other day, it's at the end of the day. Sometimes you gotta do what's best for you. Yeah. So this situation uh, being brought up was best for me. Yeah. Uh, so just being there for my guys, you know, I want to be there for my guys, uh, take care of them, and I'm big on I'm big on goal setting. And a lot of people think it's stupid, but when I first uh, when I first got into oil and gas, I was in college still. And my boss came up to me and I was like, I think I was 21. Yeah. And he, he first day, he's like, Hey, Jake, I said, What's up? He goes, I want you to write down a list of your goals. And I said, Why the fuck would I write down a list of my goals? That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. He said, Well, do it because then I know what you want to get out of this. So I said, Okay. And I did. And it ended up being like the, you know, the do all, be all, tell all thing of working there because then by him knowing my goals, I could dive deep and, or he could dive deep and make sure that I got there. Right. Yeah. So I told my guys the same thing. What are your goals? Like, what are your goals with uh, long-term, short-term during the season, whatever it is, money, you know, and everyone wants to talk about money, but money is the root of everything. So
2: yeah,
1: I said, and I asked them all that. And then that, that's part of being there for you guys. Cause now I know where they want to be and what they want to do. So it's a lot easier for me uh to lead them that way and make sure that they get there. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: I I think that's a great idea. And I I might actually use that myself because I do some goal stuff as well with my guys. But that's another thing is like what do they really want out of it? Like how many how many days of the season do you want to work? How much money do you want to try to make? How can we get you to make that kind of money? how many birds are you trying to put down this year like what's like what part of the spread can I make better to help you kill more birds like stiff stuff like that like could I do more scouting in a certain area and try to find these feeds better because you think there's more birds there whatever it may be
1: I think that's a great idea yeah I mean it's just about it's about getting better I mean but yeah. if I know, if I know what they want, then it's a lot easier for me to help them. Same you know, yeah. Same with you. If you know what your guys want from a, a large point of view to a, to a small point of view, because anyone can say, I want to guide four days, five days, six days a week for the 14, 15 weeks. But yeah. what else, you know, dive a little deeper in that and then, yeah. then go we'll kind of string off from there.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause I mean, yeah, like we got,
0: we got five guys with me. And so it's like, how much do you really want to work? Because I mean, most of these kids are in college. Right. Or they're going and working other jobs. So it's like, you work all week. How many weekends do you actually want to guide? How many weekends do you want to go hang out with your buddies or fun hunt? Whatever it may be. What are you looking for? Are you trying to guide every single weekend? Are you trying to make X amount of money? And... Let's look back at last season. Okay. Made this much. You want to make this much. Well, how were your tips? How am I paying you? Were you interacting with the clients really well, but you're not getting tipped? Like what are, what is everything that's playing into it that we can make it a better experience for you?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And yeah, I think that's a great idea. Just, that's all you can do is figure out what they want and help them get there. Yeah. Try to exceed that number if you
1: can. Um, Cause if you don't know, you're just going to make a schedule and yeah. then they're going to be mad because they're not getting what they want. But if you don't know what they want, then how the fuck are we supposed to do it? Yeah, exactly.
0: Like it's like any other job in any other industry. Like you have to set what you want and you also want to try to hit your numbers like in a sales job. You're trying to hit your quarterly number every quarter. Oh yeah. You're trying to exceed that if you want to go to your president's club or whatever it may be. And so, right. what's what's that number you're trying to hit? And if you do exceed that number, what's your president's club look like? Right. You know? like oh yeah. What, that's...
1: what are you gonna get for exceeding that number? Right. No, that's real. That's that's so that's, that's that's how I think it should be done. But
0: yeah. Yeah, I I really like that because I've, I've always tried to do like goal stuff, um, but it's like there's so many things that go into it that can get tough. But opening my mind up to kind of that different point of like goal things, because I've kind of thought of like, okay, goals, like how many feeds we should be getting a week or whatever. And that's way different than what they actually want. That's just like what we're trying to get as the business.
1: Right. And then it's, I mean, it's, like I said, it's broad point of view and a small point of view. Like I want to book X amount of clients this year. Well, how are you going to get that? So if you've got 12 weeks of season, 12 weekends, and you want to book, I don't know, four or 500 clients, that's how many clients a week, how many clients a weekend, but no one, are, you know, a lot of people look at it like that. Yeah. And it's the same with your feed situation. How much did you have last year compared to how much you're going to have next year, traditionally and on new ground where you know how to, Spread out those groups where you know you can't have six groups a day on the weekends yeah. and then no groups all week because yeah. then obviously, obviously someone's going to get shafted. Yeah. On the weekend because yeah. there's you know, let's be let's be real here. No one's going to find twelve feeds on the weekend. If they do, <laughs> then more power, more power to you. But some guy, yeah. one of your guides is going to get shafted, and some of your clients are going to get shafted, and that's yeah. Avoiding that's huge too. Yeah. Oh, exactly. How to book and knowing how to book for your area and book for your hunts. Like I know how to break down how many crane hunts I want to book compared to goose hunts Yeah. for our land. Same with duck. You know, you get, you don't overdo it. Yeah, because yeah. overdoing it just just kind of like I said, just kind of shafts your guys at that point. Oh,
0: exactly. And that's the thing too is figuring out what your clients want. Yeah, you want to figure out what they want to try to shoot, and it's like, okay, you want to go shoot cranes, well. This is what i have for crane dates this is what i'd recommend if you're trying to get in that date then we can go shoot cranes but otherwise we're going to have to book you for lessers or something like that and that's the same thing with up here like if you want to go try to shoot field mallards like you're probably going to want to do it like november yeah like like end of october because if you book earlier than that there ain't going to be shit flying in fields
1: for mallards no exactly and it's I love, you know, like everybody, I love the clients who just text me and say, I want to come for six days and you can tell us what to hunt. I'm like, yeah, Bet. Yeah, But I have one of my, one of my better, one of my best clients he's from Minnesota and he brings me, I don't know, six, 10 guys every year. And he's just like, I don't know, we're coming for seven days. Let us know what you want to do. I'm like, All right. Yeah. We'll go to the best feed every day and have fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And like for your booking clients, like I know you have a lot of repeats, but for pulling in new clients, what have you found is a great way to pull in new clients?
1: It's all referrals. I mean, it's all. Yeah. You can, you know, everyone. I'm gonna, you know, obviously get on Facebook and and do that thing too. But I don't like to get on Facebook and try to book two men. To be honest, like, yeah, because that doesn't do me any good and it doesn't do them any good, especially if you've got. Four two man's in one group, yeah. Like who wants to do that? Nobody. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, a like a very large portion, like probably seventy percent of our clientele this year will be repeat. Yeah. And it's repeat that's been hunting with me, and then obviously repeat that's been hunting with Nathan for all those years. Yeah. Um, and that's huge. And it's word of mouth from there. I mean, yeah. uh, like the Minnesota guys, they started out three years ago, and they brought two guys. Yeah. Oh or four guys and last year is eight. And this year they brought like uh, 13 or 14. Yeah. And then those dudes will go off. And then I got dudes off that group booking separate hunts. I mean, it's just, yeah. you you market all you want, market on Facebook, market on Instagram. But, you know, I really want to get like, my goal personally is to get more into the big corporate stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're the easiest to deal with. They pay their bills. Yeah. They don't ask a lot of questions. Yeah, and they come hunt and they come to have a good time. Yeah. So, like I got a lady emailed me, whatever what day was it, Friday. Like she emailed me on Wednesday, and she's like, "I want to book thirty people." And I said, "Okay, we're gonna to have to separate that a little bit, but that's fine." Like, how, what do you want to do? And I think she looked at the website for like all three seconds because yeah. she had no fucking clue what we did. She looked at the website enough to put her number in yeah. and her email, and I reached out. So. That 30 people are now coming for two different weekends, two days apiece. Yeah. Well, of those 30 people also you get in the corporate groups, three or four of them we're gonna book separately. Yeah. So just go on that route. I like going the corporate route and get with these big uh use my my old contacts in the oil and gas industry and then um the construction industry as well. Those guys go on hunts and fishing trips every year. So if I can get that, that's that's the easy way to do it.
2: Yeah yeah
0: i mean corporate things are awesome like i've been trying to dig into that as well just like find people like in the industry that i like work in in the off season like the technology cloud software industry and like those people they love to hunt and so it's like trying to get them over and get them in big group and that's like the other thing like you don't have to worry about those guys paying their bills or anything. Like, yeah, they're like, fucking let's do this. All right, what's the number? Perfect. Send me that, like, whatever you need, just let me know.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you take 15 dudes out, and then they go home, and someone said, Where'd you go hunt? And they said, I went home with this dude named Jacob, and he was, you know, he was the shit, or he sucked, yeah. one or the other. Yeah. And that person's going to go, Bet they're going to go book the same hunt. Yeah. So that's just the word of mouth there is the easiest way to go. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but, you know, people still want to get on, you know, get on and book as many two-mans and, and four-mans as they can in a row. Oh, yeah. I don't know, really – I would prefer not to do that. <laughs> no. That's a lot of the stuff we
0: deal with, like, going into our, like, first official year. Yeah. we booking two-mans and shit. oh
1: you got to. I mean, I'm not – Yeah. No, no. Definitely not shitting on that by any means. Like everybody's gonna start somewhere, yeah and no one's just gonna bust into the game and have repeat clients and massive oh, yeah. corporate groups. So that's you know. But then as it's you go, like, you'll, you'll notice in the next couple of years, the more people call you, and then the more people call you and say, "I heard about you through so and so," and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like this. Yeah. Is, then all of a sudden, you're triple in size in three years, and it's, you're then you're you're t- rolling easy. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. No. I'm not
1: saying like. I'm expecting that in any
0: sort. I'm just like, yeah, I definitely feel where you're coming from. It's like, like we'll have some guys from the tech industry that will book a group of nine. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. But then you'll also get like groups of two from Facebook or whatever. And then you got to mix a bunch of groups together. And then like, and you never know how that's going to work out. Yeah. You never know like how they're going to get along and like, if they can bullshit with each other or if it's just like awkward between them.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the toughest thing to do. And then you do it too. And then all of a sudden you got three groups mixed together and you're like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So that's stuff like that, man. It's, but then again, like what's nice about this is I got to skip that growing phase.
2: Yeah.
1: So I got have to deal with that, which is nice, but yeah. uh, definitely something that's big on my mind is getting those, big corporate trips big hunting trips like that they're the easiest to deal with so if i can get those i'll be i'll be good yeah and like another big thing for us is
0: like trade shows it's just like meeting people and like fucking bullshitting and whatnot because at those trade shows like nobody books hunts you might have like one guy that'll book a hunt and for like him and his kids or whatever yeah but like for the most part like you're not booking them there, you're booking them like two, three weeks after the show is done. Because then yeah. they go talk to you, they bullshit, they see what you're all about, yada, yada, yada. And then they call all their buddies up like, oh, fuck, talk to this dude at, let's say, game fair. And we should go on a hunt with him, get all of his buddies together, and then come on a hunt. So, that's been Yeah,
1: that's, I've had someone reach out about doing the, the duck show. This year, but it was just I didn't have enough time for it. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go to it this weekend, but I just like like you said, I like to go to saying the bullshit. Mike, yeah, you put a quarter behind my ear, I'll talk to a brick wall for a fucking hour. Yeah. So I mean yeah. that trade show thing is huge. And I love, it. I don't know if I'm gonna do any. I'm not not sure if I'm going to yet or not, but I know I do go to all of them. The yeah. Texas trophy hunters, uh, the Safari Club. The duck show this weekend, I'll probably pop in for a little bit at some yeah. point down the road. Um so there's fun. Oh really yeah.
2: People. Yeah.
1: Uh so I'll probably at some point I could see myself doing it just because I love to talk to people.
2: Yeah.
1: I just haven't yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah. But it like, is a good way to get in front of people, that's for sure. Yeah, like we did a booth at Game Fair. Um I was that? I wanted to go I wanna to go to game fair. It's just such a trek. Dude, Game Fair is so much fun. So much fun. Man, it's I'm, a, like, I'm gonna have to come, Are you getting a booth this year?
0: Yeah, we have a booth again this year. I might come up this year. I might just say, fuck it, and take a week and come up or something. Dude, fucking swing up and come bullshit, and we'll go hunt North Dakota or something after. Because you can hunt North Dakota
1: for early goose. Like, Dude, that's right. It is like, you're riding it. Yeah. I might have to. I might have to go do something this year. Yeah, fucking come up, because
0: we'll, because I think the plan would probably be is go to game fair, go hunt North Dakota that week, because North Dakota usually opens that week, and then come back and do the second week in a game fair.
1: Right, right. And so. that's Okay, that's dope, though. I mean, it's fun That's right up there and right down the road.
0: Yeah, because North Dakota is only like three hours from game fair. Yeah. Like to, where, to like where we hunt is like, we just go to the border, go hang out with some buddies that live up there. And then go home with them. I gotcha.
1: What do you got going on this summer? Dude, I got to move out to Boston in Boston. May. Yeah. Like Boston, Mass? Yeah. For what? For an internship. Shit. Check out a Sox game?
0: I'm going to try. Dude, I'd be jealous. Yeah. So I got to move up there on May 10th. I got to make my truck out there and then I fucking live out there till August 5th
1: what are you interning with
0: uh service now
1: like tech company
0: yeah okay right. big technology company um like data visualization and stuff like that
1: stuff so, is just going right over my head yeah <laughs> oh yeah dude well i i've been in
0: like the tech industry for like a couple years now because i got an internship right out of high school did that and then took off my sophomore summer I was like, I don't need to do an internship every fucking year. Yeah. And so, took that off and fucking went and worked with my grandpa. Did, like, everything you can imagine that you need done to a house, we did.
1: <laughs> so, like, the whole thing
0: out? Oh, yeah, dude. We fucking did everything. Heating, plumbing, concrete work, fucking yard work, um, windows, re-like remodeling the inside of houses like everything you could do to a house like that's what we were doing
1: It had to be done and got done
0: yeah and so that was a fucking blast like i had a really good time doing that because it's just me and my grandpa bullshitting around and like learn a bunch of shit that i didn't really know beforehand that now i fucking can do
1: right Uh, right
0: and uh yeah so that was a lot of fun and then this past june started another internship at a Um, like cloud software company again, and that runs till May sixth, and then I leave for Boston May tenth, and I start work May sixteenth for that other internship.
1: Gotcha. Boston's fun. You'll have a good time out there, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I know a couple guys that like dog train in upstate New York, and like guys that fish on the Cape for like tuna and stuff. So I'll go fucking try to make my rounds a little bit. See what they uh, oh, yeah.
1: offer, that's all I'm doing. I'm gonna fish a bunch this summer. Yeah, go down whenever I go down and see in Houston, she graduates here pretty quick. But uh, I go down and see her, and then I go run over to see hang out with Ryan, one of my guys, uh, out of Matagorda, and we go fish, yeah, offshore, inshore, a whole nine yards. What do you fish for down there? Mainly, we'll go trout and red fishing. yeah. Uh, they do. Quite a bit of uh, sword fishing too, okay. which is a whole other ball game. Uh, the dudes are going like 100, 110 miles out. Oh jeez! Dropping like fifteen hundred feet, catching swordfish. Damn! So hopefully I get on a sword this summer because the one time I did go with them, we did not. But yeah, normally go down, run through the uh, run through the bay, Matador Bay, and catch trout and redfish all day.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Really busy. No, not fly fishing. No, no, I don't. No, I, I don't even know where to begin with fly fishing. Yeah, don't know how. Never thought about learning. So, hell, Ryan makes fun of me casting with a regular <laughs> rod nine times out of ten. So God knows what I do the fly rod. One word athlete. Yeah, you know, just jack of all trades,
0: right? <laughs> God uh shit dude because i i've done some fly fishing for trout and stuff like that in florida and because i love to fly fish fly fishing fucking blast like once you really learn how to do it like if i had to choose between between regular fishing and fly fishing i would take fly fishing every day
1: yeah i feeling feeling like i'd be the same thing for me that's why i just haven't learned so i'm gonna spend all my money fly fishing yeah i got some friends i have they never fly fish and they start fly fishing and that's where all our money goes now. And I, the last thing I need mean is another hobby to spend money on. <laughs> oh, exactly. Like, dude, we take a trip out to Montana every year just
0: to fly fish. Dude, those little fish camp trips do look kind of fun, though. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, we just, we go through South Dakota. Last year, we went and shot um, prairie dogs in South Dakota. <laughs> That's fun, isn't it? Fucking, it was a blast. And then... Went and stayed in Black Hills, and that's what we always do. And then we fucking go through like Wyoming, get up to Montana the next day, fly fish for like fucking seven
2: days. Big time roadie. Oh yeah. Just fucking,
0: it's so much fun. We usually have like six guys that go out, and so it's a it's a hell of a time and fucking drink a lot of Jack Daniels and fucking (laughs) Bushland,
1: fly fish the shit out of places. I still get my buddies to come just roadie out to Lubbock every every year. Oh, yeah. They have an open invite. A few of them do. And they just <laughs> let me know when, they, when when y'all are on the road. Come hunt. You know, come hunt all day. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. But, yeah, do that.
0: Red, red fishing and shit. Sounds like fun.
1: It is. It's a lot of fun. I've gotten into it a lot more over the last couple of months. I think I'm going next week. Uh, I'll be down there for a couple of days. Go fishing a couple of days with Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but every time I go down there, I try to get on the water for at least a day. Yeah, you have to. You got to if
0: you're down there. Oh, might as well. Yeah. And uh, going into the next season, do you have anything uh, planned for full throttle? Like anything that you're trying to make different or do different with the outfitter?
1: Oh, man, not really. Same old goals. Uh, got some big Big hunts lined up. We got some big groups coming. And then, yeah. you know, how I got what it was in April. Shoot, I'm I'm not really even thinking about it quite yet. Just yeah. kind of getting the books rolling, getting ready to go. But spend this summer fishing, get ready for dove season. Yeah. Shoot some of them, fine chicken nuggets around and yeah. uh try to get my boy Bart out. Paul Bart, come cook for a weekend during yeah. dove season for a big group. That'll be big. Um and other than that, it's like business as usual.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. Are you gonna do anything like uh like an opening weekend with the Lodge or anything?
1: Oh man, we're opening weekend the dove. I have a fucking wedding. Oh. And out of all people, I would not skip this one of my best friends. Yeah, in Colorado for his wedding. So or I guess not opening it's open opening day but opening weekend. Yeah. Uh so Fucking Bryce, you know, schedules his, you know, wedding on a national fucking holiday for Texas. But the second weekend, I've got a big group of friends coming out. I want to not have clients in the lodge. I think I'm going to have all friends. Yeah. Uh, Bart's going to come down. We're going to cook, just have a big bang up weekend. Just a lot of buddies and family. And then obviously all the clients uh, eat, drink some beer, shoot some birds, have some fun. Yeah. That's shoot, that's about all I got on the on the books for, for fun time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Dude, dub hunting is literally a national.
1: Yeah, dude, like there's bucket. nothing like it. I mean those dudes come out from from uh all over. You take off work, no work for the last weekend, and it's it's game time. I mean, yeah. It is a holiday.
2: Yeah.
1: You're
0: just dumb down it's there. Fun.
1: It's warm, it's hot, hotter than shit normally uh so it's just fun it's like summer fun drinking some beer shooting some birds yeah hanging out with friends
0: yeah yeah it seems like a good time because fucking our dove season our dove season starts three days before our goose season so like we usually get out like that wednesday when it starts but that's like the only dove hunting i do
1: so intertwine we have like a month and a half of it before before uh crane season starts because our yeah. crane season starts two weeks before our goose does yeah We have a little early teal, we'll have some early teal action. If we've got good water, uh, don't normally book a ton of those. I think I got the Minnesota guys, my normal clients, they're coming down uh, to do a little morning, afternoon stuff. But that'll all depend on water, honestly. We ain't got a ton of it, that's for sure. Yeah. How was the last year for water? Last year's water wasn't bad. Uh, It wasn't anything like three or four years ago, but it wasn't dry. So, yeah. it helped. Uh, it mo- birds moved around a lot. We had a lot of water that made it a month in the season, month and a half, two months in the season, then dry up. Yeah. So I was all over the place, but yeah. it wasn't bad. It was definitely, uh, definitely better than it was the year before. The year before was miserable.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I fucking heard that.
1: Yeah, because I mean that. Yeah, two years ago was really bad. Year was rough. I don't know. We we had a really good year that year. We had a better year than we had this year, but I don't know what happened. I mean, it was it was rough, though. That water out there is we're going to start getting some more rain than some late rain. Last year, we had a lot. We had a wet spring. It seemed like much more rain early. Yeah. But fuck, if it rains all March, April, and May, then it doesn't rain again until September. It doesn't really do as much good. It dries back up anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, we haven't
0: fucking had real good rain in the last couple of years. Like, usually, like, I think it was, God, was it two years ago? It was two or three years ago, we had some really solid rain. And, like, we had hunt flooded corn and shit like that because everything oh, yeah. was flooded up. And we haven't seen that in a while.
1: Three or four years ago out there, there's, every bar ditch was full of water, full of ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it helps and hurts, I guess. I mean the birds are spread out more, but I'd rather have that than no water at all. Oh hundred percent. I'd way rather you get one out. or two roosts and then you get people banging up on the fucking roost every week. So Yeah. You know, not real fun when you have a couple of roost lakes and all of them get banged up every other week. You know, there's a part of a north wind, someone's out there shooting the roost.
2: Yeah.
1: Do a lot of people do that down there? Oh yeah. 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 Two years ago, man, it'd be birds. Birds didn't even touch down on a field. They touched down on a dirt field just to feel safe. But everywhere they went, they're so skittish. They 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 go back to the only water they had. They would get fucked on. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's fucking everywhere
0: though. I mean, yeah, it'll better. never
1: change. It'll never change.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes there's there might be times to hunt a roost. Would you say like if the birds need to fucking move around a little bit?
1: Oh yeah, no. There's there's definitely times I've been on one-on-one this past year. It was there's a roost that no one we talked to, or really no one was getting birds from. They're all yeah. eating on untouched stuff that people couldn't get. Yeah. So in that time, if you got the roost, bang it up, get those birds to move around. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you know that your roost feeds four other outfits. You know, no matter how much you fucking hate somebody, it's kind of fucked up to, you know, go in and blow it out. But, you know, some people are like that. Some people aren't. Is what it is. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking, uh, like, is there a lot of beef
0: with the outfits down there?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always some drama. This year wasn't that bad. Uh, I try to stay away from all of it anyway. I kind of keep to myself, keep to my people that I there's like four outfits that I am buddies with uh, that I fuck around with and everybody else kind of not really at all. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you'll know who's there to work and who's there to fuck off because, you know, dudes that are there to fuck off will make a big deal out of everything.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: You keep your nose down and, and just do whatever. But then again, it does make some, for some really good, little, like, Instagram, Facebook drama, some hashtag drama. Yeah. That shit does get fucking funny. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. to get mixed into it, but I sure do love reading it. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, how many outfits are in love? A million and a half. Yeah. I do. There's so many fucking outfits. <laughs> and it's... I feel like, a new one pops up every day. It's nice. I mean... It's not nice at all, actually. I don't know. It's <laughs> the college being there is rough. Um, you get a bunch of kids, kind of just doing their thing, throwing their their five dozen dive bomb, crane uh, skinnies out, and then shooting everything at eighty yards. Uh, I don't know, man. There, you got. There's like eight outfits out there that have been around. For six plus years that have yeah. kind of been there, but even in the last like four years of me being out there around seeing things, like personally, like there's been a million pop up. Yeah, it's good and bad. I mean, it's good for the hunting industry, I guess, but it's bad because kids go out and fuck off farmers, and farmers get fucking. Mad. And then those dudes don't care about the money. I mean, there's a couple dudes that are real stingy with it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the farmers don't care that much. Yeah. So, if you fuck them once, they're they're likely to just not let anyone ever hunt their stuff again. Yeah. So, there's a big problem with that. Dude's not paying people on time or not paying people at all. Dude's driving through drip fields that aren't supposed, you know, we're told not to drive through a drip field and they drive through it and it's all bad, dude. It's, yeah. it's just kind of fucked up what some people do, but there's a lot. There's a lot of outfitters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fucking heard that. I mean, you guys don't have like
0: a license, you have to get to guide in Texas. Nope,
1: Texas don't have license for anything. You general contractor, no license, unguide, no license. If they would charge whatever they do, like Colorado, and I don't know if they what do they do in Minnesota, to do you have a guide's license? Uh uh-uh, oh, we don't have one here. If they would just do like what Colorado does. Like I get some clients from up there that guide, and they're like, dude, do you get caught guiding for money without the guide license, like you, yeah. you do not hunt anymore. Yeah, I wish they'd do something like that. And I've heard people talk about it before. Like I've heard game wardens talk about it. Like they want to, but I don't know that they'll ever pass it. That would rid fifty percent of the outfits gone in yeah. Lubbock. I think, yeah. especially the way they talk about doing it. They say if you have any kind of, uh, from what I've heard from from some game wardens they've talked, they said, you know, if you have any kind of. Uh, Citation for trespassing or whatever it is, like you can't get your guy license, or just make it a price that'll kick most people off. Yeah, then that'd be money, but I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, North, North Dakota, Dakota, but like North Dakota, you
0: have to get a guide's license and you have to go with a licensed guide and guide under him for two years before you can get your badge license.
1: See, that would be. That'd be a pain in the ass, one, but it'd be good because that yeah. would eliminate so many people. Because so many people would be too lazy to do that.
2: Yeah,
1: then it would just kick them out the door anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good people in Lubbock. There's a lot of really good outfits. There's some outfits that uh I get along with one person, but not the other people there. And it just is what it is. I mean, it's it's almost like a fucking high school locker room. Yeah. Everyone talks shit. Everyone has a problem with somebody. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it just is what it is. I mean, you yeah. just got to deal yeah. with it and keep going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause I mean, if you fucking did like the guide license like North Dakota, that knocks out so many people. Like, North yeah. Dakota it, does not have that many like outfitters for hunting just because like you have to fucking go two years underneath a licensed guide and work for them before you can get your own guide license. And, like, you think about, like, college kids or whatnot that are, like, just wanting to do it for a year.
1: Yeah. Like, they have I need to something to do. And I have a I have a 10-foot enclosed trailer and two bags of dive bombs.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean... And go ahead. That, that would knock out a shit ton of people. Oh, yeah. O- Oklahoma's getting real bad, too. I did a lot of hunting in Oklahoma when I was in college and working up there and... uh. It's awful now. It's it's like Lubbock too. The whole yeah. southwest side of the state, northwest side of the state, is just saturated yeah. with outfits. They don't have anything either there. They don't have a uh, a guide license or anything like that too. Same with Kansas. I don't think they do either. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think they do either.
1: Just like, anyone who can go do it. Yeah, that would definitely
0: definitely help It's a lot out. of issues. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. I mean, even if you just did like. Whether it's the two year deal or a year deal, or you you know, jack up the price a little bit to fucking get a guide's license. Cause how much is a guide's license in Colorado?
1: Shoot. I don't know. Actually, that's worth it. Google. Because there's been talks, people want like people are like, you should pay 10 grand to have a guide's license. I'm like, I'm not against it. That's ten thousand dollars I'd rather not spend. Yeah. But to get to root uh to get to that kind of, you know, to have that big of an issue is just kind of sucks in general. Yeah.
0: It's
1: $10,000 like to anybody anything? that's a to anybody that's a a, a good size outfit is not a lot of money. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's a write-off anyway. Just write it off. Oh, yeah. But it, ke- it just keeps your, it keeps it keeps people from just not starting their own thing and doing it like out of nowhere, you know, out of spite. A hundred percent.
0: That's that would scare the shit out of so many people. And I mean that's a that's an investment that you are really gonna wanna like do for a while. Like you're gonna Yeah, you put that
1: kind of money into it, like yeah. You're, you're gonna have someone who knows at least knows what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And you wanna be there for a while to fucking get the return on that investment.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There's like I said, there's like eight outfits out there that have been around long enough to like have a say yeah uh the rest are just fly-by-nighters i guess is what you could say yeah uh but of those big ones i mean there's a lot of good dudes out there um a lot of shitty people but a lot of great people too yeah like anywhere you know oh yeah exactly
0: i feel like yeah i mean yeah it's a ten thousand dollar bond
1: you need a surety bond and then you yeah. have to have you have to be insured for, you know, X amount of millions of dollars. Insurance
0: certification, work, liability insurance—that's all for um Colorado.
1: Yeah, I mean, anybody should have. I mean, fuck, you know, I man. If you if you go with an outfit that I have an insurance, and yeah, you're asking, I mean, it's not that expensive to have. You know, the insurance world values somebody's life at like one point seven million dollars right now. I think. Yeah. So you get a wreck and kill somebody, it's gonna cost you like a million, million seven on average. Yeah. So if you don't if an outfitter's not carrying two million dollars in insurance, it's and most farmers want to see it too. Because if yeah. you fucking shoot one of their pivot heads or run over one of their pump heads, they want to know that it can be paid for. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, exactly. The, there's plenty of people that don't, they just go out there and do it, you know. Yeah.
0: Because like our insurance this year was like I think like three grand.
1: Yeah, it's really, I mean, when you like, well, I mean, it's two, three grand and it's, yeah, like 2,500. It saves you a heartache. Yeah. Like that, that's
0: nothing to make sure that you're safe.
1: Yeah. That, and then, you know, all the above. I mean, having that stuff is just, I don't know. It's Texas is the wild, wild west, man. Yeah. Same with Oklahoma and I think Kansas is the same. I'm not big, I don't know Kansas, but I'm sure they're just as bad. Yeah, or Oklahoma and Texas, especially Lubbock and then east on up in Oklahoma is just fucking bad.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: one hundred percent. That that's just like the
0: basic thing though. You should carry insurance. Yeah, I mean, not even just for your clients, but like you're saying, for the farmers too. Like that's that's a big selling point.
1: Yeah, you want to know that someone dies on their fucking property? God forbid yeah someone's gonna be able it's not gonna be there you know we got we got farmers that we have liability forms for you know it is what it is you know they don't mean much but yeah it's an extra layer of, of uh what they if they want it they get it you know yeah and like when you're going
0: talking to a farmer and trying to figure out leases and everything like what's your pitch like what do you bring to the door when you're trying to get a new property
1: Dude, I'm also being a word of the mouth there. Yeah. So most of those guys know somebody that we hunt, especially in certain areas. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's just being, being nice to them. I mean, yeah. it's like selling anything. You don't always have to go for the one close sale. A lot of times you go talk to dudes a couple of times before they even sign anything. Yeah. But if you go banging on somebody's door and you're demanding essentially for them to let you hunt mm. now and forever, like they're probably going to tell you to fuck off. Yeah. I mean there's times that you'll flash a little bit of money in front of somebody uh to get them to say yes, at least for one day, and then you hope that you leave a good impression and then you go back and you're like, hey, listen, like this to be consistent if we can make it consistent.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh a lot of times, especially in the areas we're in, I can say, Listen, I hunt on so and so's land or so and so's land. There's such a big grower, they're like, Oh, well, if he lets you hunt, yeah, like you must be good, you must be legit, like we'll let you hunt too. Yeah. So, and granted, like, I'm not out there right now, but I've got some of the, my, I've got two guys out there that are probably, I don't know what they do to those farmers, you know, go to the back room or what, but yeah, I got two land grabbing motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know, like, they can get land. Yeah. it's all, it's relationships too. Like, I talk to a lot of my farmers now, text them, you to know, overly, you know, bombard them, cause it's about to be plant season, but once a month, text them, say what's up, all around them, uh have I'll have Dylan take them a case of beer or a bottle of whiskey, you know, if that's what they're into. Yeah. And just kind of keep keep our name in their ears, you know, till till September when we can start paying them. Yeah. But it's just about being good to those people out there, so many guys have been fucked over uh, yeah. at least once that if you can you can get in and, and they can like they like you and you treat them right, they'll never they'll never most of them will never let anybody else hunt. Maybe. Yeah. There's not a lot of farmers out there that'll just let anybody hunt, yeah, yeah or chase a, or chase a buck. Most of them will, will want that relationship with you, and then uh, if you keep it, then they're they're golden. They'll they will uh, like I said, they won't let anybody else hunt.
2: Yeah, oh exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, just they do. And if they do, they'll call us first. Hey, listen, you haven't hunted in a while, and this guy wants to hunt. Can we let him hunt this one time. Well, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean
0: the impression side of things is just huge and you can throw money at people and whatnot like i was talking to toby about it and i mean he's got really good relationships with farmers up there as well just knowing him around the area but like also he's like dude i mean if you're throwing a thousand dollars in cash at them for one day like thousand dollars thousand dollars like people are pretty like no matter how much you make like sure i'll take a quick grand to fucking you go hunt one day like it's not yeah a big deal Like,
1: and i wish i had the market cornered up there like toby does yeah <laughs> that dude has got like that's awesome what he's got running up there is really fucking cool yeah uh, who knows he can stuck a dick but <laughs> i hope he hears us at some point uh was no, he even I, guiding this year out there. Man, he last year he didn't much. I don't think he worked a lot. Yeah, I mean, they put him. His work schedule was just ridiculous. Yeah, working there at Pantex. I actually talked to him day before yesterday. He's supposed to make me a table for the lodge because uh, he likes doing that weird, you know, crafty oh. shit. Yeah, but uh he's just a weird man, in general. Oh yeah, what Toby's got going up there <laughs> is fucking cool, and it's like. It's different up there. Like, we're an hour away, but it's so different. Like, yeah. we, like, there's a mutual understanding among outfits around Lubbock for the most part. You know, there's always that one or two. We keep the price kind of the same. Yeah. Because as soon as you drive the price up, everyone's got to go up. So, it, like, as soon as you're like, I'm going to pay this fucking farmer $100 a gun, yeah. then everyone's got to do it because that's what's engraved in those farmers' heads. You yeah. try to avoid that, obviously, because who could fucking make money,
2: yeah, with
1: paying a farmer a hundred dollars a gun? Yeah, it's just that's kind of tough. Yeah, but toby has got it so nice up there. Like with you know, I've heard of certain. I know some guys that freelance out of Oklahoma that will go out there and try to take his shit, and it's just like hey, it ain't gonna happen. You ain't gonna no. get it. No. Uh, but yeah, there's. I've I've given farmers thousand bucks beginning of the season to just be like, hey. Or prepay them. I prepay them too. Like, you know, hey, yeah. I'll give you this much. Uh, and if I don't use it, I don't use it. And if I do, I do. And yeah. then we can keep going. But most of the guys are pretty cool. They're, yeah. Most of our farmers have been around for, been around with us for quite a long time. So yeah. they're uh, pretty, pretty solid for us, honestly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just such a different world down there compared to like what we do. I can go ask anyone and they'll let me hunt. Yeah.
1: can like, <laughs> not. I don't you have get to go away in that. Oklahoma when I was in college. You go ask someone on a hunt. They're like, yeah, sure. Now it's no fucking shot. We got dudes up there throwing. It's worse there than it is in Lubbock sometimes.
2: Really?
1: Um, from what I'm told. Yeah. but uh, is what it is these days. Maybe it'll die off one day. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Hopefully I the real estate market just crashes at some point. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Everyone fucks off and the, the strong will survive.
0: <laughs> yeah. I fucking heard that because I mean, like up here, dude, I didn't have to lease or pay anyone anything. They were just like, bring me fucking beer, bring me wine for the wife, bring me oh, yeah. vodka, what whiskey, whatever it is. Like,
1: I'm like, yep, I'll grab whatever you say. You want a bottle of whiskey? All right, I'll grab you too. And there's still some, there's still some like it, but there's a lot more that are not like it. Yeah. Oh, really? There's a lot more that are like you're in the middle of your hunt. They're texting you, hey, what are you pay me?" And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, let me let me finish the fucking hunt. Yeah, but yeah. we got dudes. I've, I've hunted on guys that that ask us, "You uh, want to accept money?" So he's like, "Make out the make the check out to my church or like the Lubbock Lubbock Christians Athletic Department. They just donate it all." So stuff like that's pretty neat. But yeah, you know, a lot of it's just a monopoly, dudes. So, you know, it's you get out there and. You better pay to play. Yeah. Oh, they know what it's worth. Yeah, which sucks, but it is what it is, you, you know? know. Yeah. Can't change it.
0: No, not at all.
1: Can't undo it now.
0: Yeah. And people wonder why prices are what prices are, and it's like
1: you don't understand
0: like how much you're paying in leases or how much you're paying. You have to pay for your guides, gas, all that type of shit.
1: They see the big number and they don't see the thirty thousand dollar fuel bill and this that and the other and it's- yeah. Is what it is yeah oh exactly like i mean our prices
0: aren't that bad because we don't fucking have to lease anything but yeah be like oh my god down south is so expensive and i'm like yeah because they fucking have to lease every field they hunt for a day
1: yeah by the day
0: yeah like it's not like a fucking season lease where you're fucking paying whatever like it's you if you want to hunt like toby was saying it's like where they're hunting it's between like five hundred and two grand a day
1: yeah that's but good on good on him because it keeps all the other guys off because no one else can afford to do that. Yeah oh yeah exactly nobody but cares. it helps you know when you're taking I wish I could take twenty five dudes on a day. Yeah oh that yeah be, I'd be all right with that <laughs> yeah, he's they. got I what he's got up there is fucking cool and I yeah. that is a good group so that's yeah but you know, a man can dream,
0: right? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, fucking that'd be a that would be a good chunk of people fucking taking out 25 dudes.
1: Oh yeah. No, Nick would call me before I'm I got like 18 dudes today. I'm like, that's nice. I've got 10 and I think that's a lot. Oh yeah. I love yeah. my tip my ten pack, I like tens to fifteens. That's my that's bread and butter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking nice number. Cause I mean for us, like I'd probably like to do, like, eight to twelve. Yeah. That'd be, like, my ideal number.
1: Good on blind space. You don't have to run a bunch of people. One guy can handle it if need be.
0: Yeah.
1: It's all. Yeah. It's just ideal. Yeah. Because how many guides do you guys run per group? One, two. Yeah. It just depends on what we're doing and who needs to get paid. Yeah. I mean, typically, I, I honestly a lot of times just like to go by myself. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah, but one or two just depending on the group size and the group itself and some guys like having two guides out there some guys don't we have a lot of regulars now that love everybody yeah it's like they want jack to come out or they want dylan to be out there so i'm not i'm fine with taking two guys out there i don't take four or five guides out there like have a four man or a six man have five guides out there yeah that's just like a fucking buddy hunt at that point oh yeah but then again, if I had, you know, I took 25 guys out a couple times this year and last year, then I got to have like three or four people. Yeah. At least one at least one per A frame. Yeah. Because that's just the safer thing to do. Yeah. But most of the time it's one or two guys.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I hear you.
0: And like, what's your opinion on guide shooting? I it's up to the client. Because well, that's like I, a fucking big thing that has been running around everywhere.
1: I think that it, most clients want you to shoot so they get so you can, so they, you know, more shooters, bigger piles. My take on it is, you know, a game warden can come in at any time and, and get you for party shooting, which is, you know, the most ridiculous thing that you can get a ticket for. Yeah. Because Lord knows if there's 100 birds coming, there's 10 people shooting. I promise I'm not going to know which bird I hit. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. Yeah. But at the same time, if you don't have a gun, you can't get in trouble. Yeah. There are a lot of times I have a gun. But it would just be unloaded behind me if it, in case a client needed it and I would just work the dog. Yeah. Uh, if a client said, Hey, shoot, I would shoot. Yeah. But most of the time, it's up to them. I'm never going to go into a hunt and just and shoot.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, most of the time, if they ask me if I'm going to shoot, I tell them only if y'all are terrible. <laughs> I say, I pull a gun out, y'all suck. <laughs> but, you know, some guys, you get to the end of the hunt, they're like, You want to, you know, they got their limit. Or, you want to shoot, they, the birds are hot. You're not going to, you're not going to, uh, booger them and burn a field. Yeah. They'll tell us to shoot our three by ourselves and we will, but I'm not big on it. I don't really care. You can yeah. if you want, but make sure it's cool with the clients. Always ask. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they don't want you to pick up. There's some groups out know that are just like, do not fucking, they'll bring a gun. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. So it's up to them.
0: Yeah. I was like, I mean, with my, like I shot last year. And, like, everybody kind of wanted us to shoot as well because there's only, like – I mean, we weren't running fucking massive groups, so they're like, yeah, like, shoot them up. Like, I'm like, sounds good, but this year, if I plan to run the pub I'm not going to shoot.
1: Yeah, especially that first year. You have to really focus on, you know, Parker, Parker murders me because I let Wayne form some bad habits sometimes. Yeah. But if I'm shooting and I'm not paying attention to him, it's just, it's as simple as one, especially the puppy. Like you're going to have a year old puppy. Yeah. One or two times she breaks or, you know, whatever it may be, she's, you're, you're fucked. Like she's going to, you're going to have to turn her back around, work her all over again. So it's easier just to not shoot. Yeah. And not realize most clients want you to shoot, but sometimes I just prefer not to. Yeah. Busy doing other stuff like making sure everyone's, you know, safe and we the dog, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. And I, I mean,
0: I don't know, like this year, I don't really want to shoot anyway. In general, I would rather focus on the clients and stuff like that. And that's a good point. Like asking the clients, are you okay with like, if I have have another guy with me, is it okay if he's shooting as well? I'm not shooting. I'm going to be running my dog, trying to take photos, whatever, focus on you guys. But would you care if he shot as well?
1: There's been times like Jack would be with me. And I call a shot, and, you know, you put birds in the decoys, and then one bird falls, and it's crippled, and you got 10 guys on the blind, and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Why, what, you know, I've, there's been times I've yelled at Jack to pick up his gun and shoot, like, blatantly. like, these guys suck, pick your gun up and shoot. Yeah. But most of the time, I'll save it for the regulars. All my regulars that have been back year after year, they want me to shoot, they want me to have fun, because they know that it's, at the end of the day, like, it's a job. But a lot of times you get those guys that you know, they come out like, hey, we want you to have fun to do so why don't you shoot? Like, All right, fine. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. But most of the time, I don't really mess with it. Yeah. No, I hear you.
0: It's, it's just kind of a sticky situation. And I think clearing up with them at the beginning of the hunt, like, do you care if they're shooting or whatnot? I feel like that would clear up a lot of shit, because it's like, I don't give a fuck if we shoot or not. It's up to you guys. It's your fucking hunt. Like,
1: yeah, and nine times out of ten they ask. They're the first person to ask before I even get to the question. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like we would have people ask this year too, like, are you guys
0: shooting? Like come shoot with us. Like I don't I don't fucking I can. care. I like, like, mean, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I like that little saying, fucking if I have to pick up the gun, you know it's bad.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I'm there's some it's rough sometimes.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah oh fuck yeah dude and like yeah i mean we saw it this year a
1: decent amount and it's just like
0: guys what are we doing here like fuck oh my god
1: man oh me and ryan i was running i was running i was off one day so i went hunting with ryan who was with nathan at this point still and it had to have been we agreed is the ugliest limit of birds we've ever been a part we had six guys by no means like a massive group yeah and we are were, we were shooting crane, and we're, we're in layouts, and, you know, trying to get them close. And there's birds on top of us all day. And it took, I mean, I think it took 15 groups of birds to shoot 18 birds. <laughs> and both of us were looking at each other like, this is the most miserable thing I've ever been a part of. And, of course, neither of us brought our gun that day. Yeah. We are chilling on the opposite ends of the, the spread. It was disgusting. I mean, it was two hours. Should have been... Twenty minutes, yeah. Fifteen birds at a time, fifteen groups, and was one bird at a time. died. god damn! Like, come on, fellas. Like, yeah, let's figure something out here. You know, yeah. can't oh, get them god. any closer. They're doing their part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that
0: because like I never really like had to say anything to any clients. Like it never got that bad. But if it got that bad, I'd be like, guys,
1: like they're right fucking there. They're doing their part. <laughs> Like we gotta do ours. Like let's
0: figure some shit. Like I, I don't want to be here all morning and fucking just watch you guys get one bird out of it.
1: No kidding. Or you get to the, the best ones. You get to the end and you're like three or four birds shy, and you're picking up. And they're like, and you're like "Hey man, how? What'd you think? How was your day? Right? Good hunt. Two, yeah. three, four birds shy of your limit." And they're like, it it have been better for limited." My like, fucking, trust <laughs> me. I know. I wish I was shot too. Like, I agree. It would have been a lot better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. And fucking like I always try to look at it like, I mean, just to like a restaurant or whatever, like the customer is always right. And I try to think of it that way. The best really got
1: you sometimes in this industry.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, and it's terrible. Like it's impossible. Just hurts. Like fucking dude, we had this dude come out. Dude literally can't fucking walk. Like had like a knee surgery or something, and like he's a big boy, like like six five, like three hundred pounds, like fucker's big, yeah. And he can't fucking walk because of knee surgery or whatever, like that. Well, he can a little bit, but he needs like crutches and shit. And books a three day
2: hunt with us by himself. Interesting. Yeah. Looks
0: Friday, Saturday, Sunday by himself, and I'm like, whatever, man. Like it is what it is. And the first day, like, wasn't that bad. Like, got along, whatever, bullshitted. And I, man, we hunted out of layouts, and I'm like, yeah, like, he's like, it would be great if we could hunt on a frames, you know? This this fucking kind of sucks on the layouts. I'm like, yeah, man, like, no worries. Like, I'll try to go find us an a-frame field. Like, we'll be fucking good. Found an A-frame field the next day. Shot our shot our birds fucking Friday. And then went and fucking hunted this, like, mallard feed Saturday. A-frame, like, can't complain, fucking running heaters, like, everything. Like, dude set up. Just keeps fucking bitching about just everything. He's like, well, we had, like, a group of, like, five with us. And then him. And then he's like, well, if you could just, like, tell them to wait like four seconds um but after you call the shot like so I can get up that would be great And I'm like I'm like man I'm sorry but like I can't do that like this is everybody's hunt like when I call the shot like we stand up and shoot yeah what <clears throat> he's like I just can't get up quick enough and I'm like then why are you fucking fucking hunt like man like The layout's one thing, because all you got to do is lean up. But you know you have a knee injury. Yeah. And you know it's not going to be easy to get up. And Then why are you asking for an A-frame?
1: And the only thing I've done to help with that, I've had some vets in the past, you know, wounded wounded vets. Yeah. come out, and there's been times I've sat next to the the slowest one or an older guy. Yeah. And most of the time, you know, like, you know you're about two, three seconds from calling a shot. If it's the right situation, there's been times I've tapped them on the knee or something. Yeah. Like two, three seconds before the shot call so they can start getting up. Yeah. And then I'll call a shot as they're, you know, tap them, wait a couple of seconds, call a shot. Yeah. Uh only obviously it only works if the birds are right and you can tell. Yeah. But uh that's the only thing I've found to help in that situation. I've done that a couple of times with some vets or or and I've I've put some when you get the two lucky duck A frames, you got a door in the middle. Yeah. There's been times that I've put one guy in the middle and cleared some brush where yeah. he could just cheat from sitting down. Oh yeah, but it like I said, like you know, it depends on the situation. But and like you, you could do all you can, but sometimes it's still not enough, dude. And like I would have done something like that for him if he wasn't the
0: biggest douchebag I've ever met. Oh
1: yeah, yeah if you're like, an asshole, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna help
0: you at all. I like, got sucks. Have fun, like, dude. It was unbelievable, like. He was like, uh, one of our other guys, Hunter, was out there. He's like, Hunter, load my gun for me. Hunter, do this. Hunter, do that. And I'm like, dude, like you're capable of loading your own fucking gun, like, yeah, like it's not that hard. And he's like, Hunter walked I'm not out. Of the- gun for him. No, Sorry. no. And I, I'd, if I would have fucking known that, like, at the time, because Hunter came and talked to me I like, yeah, I just fucking loaded his gun. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And not happening? Then fucking Hunter went to take a pee outside the blind. Not fucking a minute into it, he yells back, "Hunter, this piece of shit fucking heater went out. Come fucking turn it back on." And I'm like, "I'm like, that's enough." Like, yeah. Or and then fucking some people tipped- just can't be can't. Some people just can't. Yeah, and he was only tipping ten dollars a day. Uh, you love to see it. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Like, if you ever call me again? I'm like, no. Hit the blacklist. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, because that was just like, I was like, dude, you're just shitting on all of my guys.
2: For, no, re- like, for, for no reason.
0: Like, for no reason. No, like, not at all. Like, we're literally trying to do everything to help you out. Like, I found us at A-frame field. Like, anything you ask, like, I'm trying to be there. But, like, if you just continuously be a dick, like, Fuck that! Not gonna get you very far. No, and like literally help him into everything, and I was like, dude, like I dropped him off after his third hunt off the with the four wheeler, brought him back to his truck, and just was like, all right, thanks. We'll yeah, see you later. Fine. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna sit and bullshit with you because I fucking don't care. Like I'm, just, I'm just so mad right now. Like over it. I yeah. feel you. I feel you there. I mean, what's, like, been, like, your worst client experience that you've had? That was definitely mine. That was just fucking brutal to deal with all weekend.
1: I had a guy come out two years ago. And nice. I mean, seemed nice. uh, But it was one of those days. Came out for one day. Never, you know, I never recommend anyone come out for one day.
0: No, yeah.
1: It was like, you know, birds have wings, and they can kind of do whatever they want. And I had to hide on a pivot road. We were hiding in layoffs. The pivot road was like a foot lower than the field. So just disappeared. Yeah. Absolutely disappeared. But spread out. And I was like, all right, this is going to be good. Like, no way. I mean, I'm in the middle of where they they were standing the day before. I couldn't get any better.
2: Yeah.
1: Birds get up off the roost, fly directly their way. I'm watching the roost, and I'm watching birds get up and go the opposite direction this day. And this guy's like, where are birds at? I'm like, man. They're getting up off the roost and going the other way. Where's the roost? And I point to this barn. I'm like, it's right there about that barn. How far away is that? And I was like, six, seven miles. There's a silo and a barn. Okay. So we end up shooting, like, three birds. And it's like four dudes. So, I'm not happy. They're not happy. It's yeah. so, all, you know... But he just starts picking, 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 picking. And earlier in the hunt, he told me, "Hey, I got late checkout at the hotel, so I don't have to. I could be out here as long as we want." I said, like, "Okay, cool. Like, birds stop flying about eleven, anyway, so no big deal, right?" So, come time to call it, I call it. I'm like, "Yeah, no big deal." Uh, he starts chirping. I'm like, "Fuck!" And he's telling me dumb stuff. He's like how far did you say the roost was away? And I was like, six miles. And he says, well, my friend works on a yacht and he says that human, eye can only see three and a half miles. And I said, that's cool. Well, that's six and a half miles away. <laughs> he's like, no, it's not. And I said, when you drive into a city and you see downtown, you know, he's from Austin. I said, how far can you see from Austin away? And he goes, well, like 30 miles, but it's because the buildings are big. I was like, Yeah, there's a silo right there. I can see that silo. <laughs> and he's just picking, 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 picking. So, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go get my, my trailer and we'll pick it up. But he's, I go get my trailer, come back, and he walks up to me and he's like, And I was like, Yeah, well, what's up, dude? He goes, Hey, like, we can't help pick up because we have to go check out of our hotel. So, we're going to charge another day. And I'm like, Okay. Like, you didn't have to lie. Like, yeah. You told me you have late checkout. But I'll I'll pick it up. Like that's my job. I really don't care that, but it's not gonna bother me.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So I'm picking up and he goes and gets his car, comes back, and they put all their stuff in the car. And he's not, they're just sitting there watching me pick up. So I'm kinda heated at this point. I'm like, just fucking leave, like I'm tired of looking at y'all. He walks back up. <laughs> Fuck. And I'm like slow like, picking up. Like this should take me fifteen, twenty minutes. I'm on like 20 minutes already. I'm not even a quarter of the way down. I'm taking yeah. my sweet fucking time. He's still sitting there. He walks up to me, and he's doing that thing with his hands, like, <laughs> I look up, and I got a handful of decoys. I'm like, what's up, man? He said, hey, man, like, you're a hunting guide. And I said, yeah, you know, fucking last time I checked. He said, I mean, you know how tipping works. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So again, like the lying thing, you're not going to tip me, just don't tip me. I'm okay with it. I get I get paid a salary for a reason.
2: Like it's okay.
1: Don't fucking explain to me why you're not going to tip. Me. Well, and he goes, I wouldn't tip my waitress if she didn't bring me my food. And I looked at him and I said, Man, you can just fucking leave. Like I get it. Like just fucking leave. She's so like, All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. And he walks back to his truck. I'm like, All right, he's finally gonna leave. Oh no he watches me finish picking up and it took me every bit of an hour to pick up. And I'm at this point, I'm fuming. I'm pissed. (laughs) Walks back up to me. And he says, he reaches his hand out to shake my hand and says, this is so you don't tell your boss. I'm an asshole client. And hands me a $10 bill. (laughs) I looked at it and I put it back in his hand. I said, you need that more than I do. And he's like, whatever. So he finally goes against his car and leaves. I'm right behind him. So he's sitting there for an hour. I'm driving back towards our, the lodge. And this fucking guy slams on his brakes right in front of me. Yeah. I fucking weave around him and he pulls over real fast. And I look to my right and there's another feed going on. And we're like 20 miles from where we hunted. Yeah. So he gets out and I'm driving. I can see him in my rear mirror getting out of his car. He calls me. I answer, I said hello. Hey Jake, we should have hunted here. This is what real feed looks like. (laughs) I about threw my fucking phone out the window. I was so pissed. So it goes, you know, it's done. I call Colton. I'm like, hey, we're not booking this guy again. This guy sucks. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So this guy calls Colton like three days later. And he's like, I had a terrible time with Jacob. And Colton's like, that's interesting. Like, I never ever get that kind of response with guys at home with jacob yeah what happened it's a terrible experience and he goes what a terrible experience or just a bad hunt like it's different Mm -hmm. well it wasn't all his fault you know he did what he did he worked really hard and he said i'm just really afraid my son's not going to help me anymore (laughs) valid you know, bad experience. I might not want to hunt anymore. Yeah. So Colton calls me. Hey, man, this dude, he seems like a nice guy. He's just scared that his son wouldn't want everyone to hunt with him anymore after a rough hunt. I was like, son? What do you mean his son? Because he said he had a, a kid with him. It's like, Colton, the dude had his 35-year-old son with him. If he doesn't want to hunt with him. That's his fucking problem. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, he was like 10. He's 35 years old. He goes, like, fuck off. I like him, well, look like, what am I a babysitter for the middle age? And it's it's miserable. That guy is terrible. And he called me again last year. He, oh, Jake, want to book a hunt? and I said we're full. Absolutely not. Not happening. Guess what? Should you get when you book people from Austin? I mean, it was, it was a miserable time
0: Oh my god, dude! I, mean, like,
1: I had to take. I took the next morning off. I was like, I'm not even hunting tomorrow. Like, I'm on a out. I'm like, fuck this.
0: Dude, that's gonna be one of my favorite clients. It was it was awful. Fuck that! Fuck that guy. <laughs> I can't fuck my, you know. Thirty-five
2: years old.
1: So, <laughs> a thirty-five-year-old like—I can't remember if he's an engineer or a doctor. He's a really fucking rich guy, and I was like, he seems like he's doing okay for himself. Like he doesn't need yeah. dad's help. Oh my god,
0: dude. I'm just thinking about like your hand gestures. Like,
1: dude, that's what he literally walked up to. and was like, you know, like your guy, you know, how tipping works. I'm like, I probably look like I wanted to kill him. And I was probably sitting there, like, I just want to kill this dude. Uh, that's too fucking funny, dude. I can,
0: oh. I can literally like envision that in my head. Just fucking goes and sits in his truck and comes back, huh?
1: I just leaned up against their car, like leaned up against it the whole time, watching me. Like I was like, man, this, like, I'm okay with that, but God, I was not okay with it that day. No, yeah. I wish they had just laughed. Oh, I'd have been fucking yeah, I'd have been fuming too. i am like, dude, why are you still here? <laughs> yeah, you can, you could have left an hour ago, and I'd have been a lot happier. Oh yeah, like <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs>
0: I just, uh, yeah. There's just so many people like that, though. There's so oh, unfortunately. Like, but it's fucking funny
1: stories. Oh yeah, Dang, I mean, I've, I don't know how many time, how many people I've told. Well, well, I know a lot of my friends I've told them not to book that guy. Yeah, I mean, the blacklist is a real thing. I got a call from a buddy of mine in Lubbock the other day. He said, "Hey Jake, this this don't fucking book this guy." he yeah. gave me his contact. And he said, "Don't book him. He's terrible." You don't know. You get blacklisted yeah. out there. You they're not gonna be very many places you can
0: hunt. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I guess I've never really thought about that. Like, I know, like, there's some guys, like, for me, that I'd be like, nope, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buck with you. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like, especially, like, in Lubbock, where, like, you know, like, the surrounding outfitters and stuff, like, because we don't have an outfitter within, like, an hour of us, hour and a half of us. So, like, there's no one, like, that I can, like, kind of bullshit with, like that. Yeah. And, but in Lubbock, like, yeah, like, just make a fucking Excel spreadsheet and share it with every fucking outfitter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a list of fucking people on there. Man, it's... You'll be able to find a hunt, but it's not with anybody worth the fuck. No. You yeah. put on that list.
0: Yeah. But.
1: It is what it is.
0: You gotta fucking do what you gotta do. And, uh... Yeah. People just, like... I don't know. They just... They expect so much, and sometimes it's fucking not the case. They're a fucking migratory bird. Like, you can't. Yeah. And then you blame, like, the guides doing all that they fucking can. Like, now you just have to wait on the birds.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, like I said, they have wings and they can kind of do what they want. Yeah. People don't understand, like, we're doing our job.
0: Like, we put you in the field that they want to fucking be in the day before. Like,
1: the worst is the ones that are the fucking they've been in the field for five days. And then the day you go hunt it, they're not there. They're like, God damn! Die. Oh yeah, Yeah,
0: Yeah, we had a fucking field that was loaded with mallards. Watched it three days that week. Hunted it the next day in the afternoon. Shot fucking eight.
1: It yeah. Was... All right, well, <laughs> I guess I suck. Yeah, it was terrible, dude. It was literally I'm like. Hold you real quick. It was like there was like three
0: fucking. There was three ducks that came in at like right at like the middle of the hunt. Shot two of them, and there was a group of six guys. Shot two fucking mallards, and they're right in our face, like ten yards. And then fucking we go and get a flock like fifteen. They killed like six, and then that wasn't bad. I was like, all right, turn it off, like.
2: I can deal with that.
0: Yeah, I can deal with that and then next block we saw was after light and it was a flock of like fucking 30 and then that's all we saw well too little too late yeah but i don't know brother i don't know i fucking i think we should call it on the client story yeah yeah it works another day in paradise my friend it was great talking to you fuck i love talking with you brother and uh Tell Summer Man that fucking he needs to get his head out of his ass.
1: I think he's digging up a sump pump somewhere on, on his dad on his on a construction site. So I'm gonna go make fun of him. But Oh, absolutely. I
0: might have to fucking shoot him with doll or fucking send him a picture of some shitty work and say <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go get a cigar and get ready for Friday beers and golf. I heard that. You know another day in paradise right another day
0: in paradise fucking straight back from cabo booking some hunts and fucking (laughs) golfing that's all you can ask for can't beat it my friend beat it all right brother well you have fucking fun down there and i'll chat with you later
1: sounds good man have a good one all right we'll see you